Hello, everyone. My name is Deshana Perkins, Editor-in-Chief of Kentucky Good Vibes Magazine, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Miss Simone Royale, singer-songwriter. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're most certainly welcome. So today uh, we will discuss your journey of um, um, doing your music and what else you have in store for us in the future and pretty much go from there. For sure. Um, so my journey really started like a lot of artists in this industry. I started in church. Mm -hmm. um, my parents saw that, you know, how, how natural it came to me being on stage. And, um, you know, my, my dad just got calls after that from performing at church, you know, oh, can she sing at my, uh, my daughter's wedding? Can she sing at this funeral? And then that later on got into like high school talent shows, different, um, different shows around the city. Uh, put on by the city and um you know that led me to you know taking it seriously or taking my craft seriously to go to per to go to berkeley excuse me okay and um i studied music business and mm -hmm. um yeah after that i um, i moved to new york lived there for a year and just decided that i wanted to be closer to my family um you know, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought Atlanta would be, you know, a good, you know, meet in the middle because, you know, Atlanta is a good music scene here. It's like the Hollywood of the South. And yeah, I just thought it'd be cool to be closer to my family and pursue my dreams here. And it's a lot cheaper than New York. Oh, so yeah <laughs> yeah was that the the reason for the transition or was just too busy or just too much at that time no, I mean I loved I loved being in New York um I love the pace there it kind of it really helps you um just see what it takes to hustle like you know what I mean mm -hmm. I really I enjoy learning that from there and I you know implemented that as I moved um, to Atlanta, just hustling and um, always grinding. But since I've been here, I've noticed, um, you know, learning the balance of it all. You know, it's not always about the grind. It's you know, the grinding is very important, but it's important to balance it, balance everything, so that you can be able to grind. You know, and have you know quality in your stuff. You're not run down mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay, so who is Simone Royale? Hmm. <laughs> um, Simone is edgy. She's very loving and caring, but you know, I, I, I feel like I. A lot of people think I'm this like really soft person because of how I talk, and I'm not, you know. I'm not aggressive or whatever. And I think a lot of that aggression comes out in my music. Um, okay. When I write, um, I talk about my own experiences, um, my, my heartbreaks, my, you know, times where I've, you know, fallen in love, like really great moments. I talked about, you know, what my friends or what my sister, what my sister has gone through in, in their lives and I, you know, write that in my music because I want other women to, you know, love themselves and uh, feel worthy of love, especially women of color. 
and, you know, to constantly go after their dreams, go after their goals. I think that's really important. And, you know, because that's how I live my life. That's how I want to continue to live my life. And I just want people who listen to my music to feel that way. Okay. So how long have you been doing music? All my life. Oh. So yeah. is there a background with your family? Does anybody else play? Uh, my dad, he's a trombone player and a bass player. So, okay. Um, yeah, his whole side was, um, you know, in music. So, mm -hmm. my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, my hair. Yeah. Um, so, can you describe your sound? Like, who would you compare it to? Or, like, what, what feel can we get from it? Mm. What vibe? I think with this last project, I kind of experimented with a lot of different sounds. Whereas like before my, my previous projects, they were really um, pop funk based. Um, I really love like Daft Punk and The Weeknd and Childish Gambino. And I kind of wanted to be like the female version of you know those artists and like Janelle Monae, Janelle Monae's dope and Solange. And I just love how they, you know, how they're just unapologetically them and they just, you know, have their own sound, have their own lane. So I, you know, I always consider myself pop funk because, you know, I do popular sounds, mm -hmm. but also having um, funk as a centerpiece in my music because that's how I, that's how I really grew to love music. My dad introduced me to, you know, like Chaka Khan, uh, Parliament, Prince, uh, Janet Jackson, just all like these funk pioneers and I just really you know I heard them I was like man I want to create my own my mm -hmm. own version of that um so yeah okay okay so are you signed under anyone's label or do you have your own or I'm an independent okay independent okay um can you tell us about the first song you ever wrote and published uh, <laughs> uh first song I ever wrote was in had to be like sixth grade the first time I wrote it didn't publish it but it was the first song I wrote it was called okay. homeboy okay and it was a, it was about you know the guy next door that I really wanted to that I liked but I didn't want to like cross that line because I didn't want to lose my friend in the end so I didn't want to lose my homeboy uh first song I put like wrote and published was um hmm. This was under, so before I put Royale as my last name, uh -huh. a couple of years before I just went by Simone and um, I put out a song called Try. And this was, this is why I was at Berkeley College of Music. And I was really just trying to figure out what my sound would be, but I wanted to um, release music anyway. Cause I think, you know, I just wanted to like, okay, just start, you know, uh -huh. even though, you know, I didn't feel like I had gotten the sound that I, you know, was pushing for. Um, you know, it was an, like a classic R&B type style. And I, I knew I didn't want to be just R&B. I knew there was more to me than that. And, uh, but yeah, that song, I still perform it now because people love it. Um, it's a really good, like vibey song and yeah. Okay, so how long ago was that? That was, uh, 2014 2015 okay okay mm -hmm. so they say experience is the best teacher who are your musical inspirations um shaka khan okay. janet jackson those 
you know, those same people I mentioned, uh, Prince, Parliament, um, you know, being from Houston, of course, Destiny's Child. Um, yeah, this is a long, long, long list mm -hmm. of people that have inspired my music. Okay, so what does your music say about you? Hmm. I'll ask you, like, have you, have you heard some of my stuff? What do you think it says about me? Um, yeah, I've heard some of your music. Uh, the one where you were in a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, full of life. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. Um, I watched that whole video and I seen you perform, uh, with the NBA, which, I, uh, in which I'll get to that question. Um, say that you're very passionate about your music and, um, passionate about what you do. Yeah. Like when you put forth the effort to do something, you follow through with it and, um, you bring things to life. For sure. Okay, and just listening to you, you sound very calm. Like you seem like a, a easy person to talk to. You know, mm -hmm. someone that can easily calm someone down if they're going through something. Okay, cool. You know, that's that's such a hard question to answer. Right? <laughs> but like, you turned it around on me. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I, that's a really hard question to answer about myself. But yeah. Um, <laughs> when I write the music, I at least try to, you know, be honest about the situations I go through. And um, even if at the time, like they're a little bit toxic like the things that I, I was thinking of at the time at the time mm -hmm. toxic and um you know I'm I'm honest and I own up to you know things that I was wrong uh, thinking um and now I have grown like oh you know that's not really I think I want to continue to you know I don't want to be in that state of mind but um, I at least want to be as honest as possible be myself and my music and I want people to know that about me Okay, so where all have you where all have you performed? Uh, that's a that's a long list. Like, I mean, <laughs> but that's good that you can say it's a long list because a lot of people just performed in their town. But you said you've been to quite a few places, so yeah, I performed in, of course, Houston, Atlanta, um, Florida. I've performed in North Carolina. Um, New York, of course, Boston, Rhode Island, Maine, um, a lot of like East Coast, mm -hmm. region, Tennessee. Um, I get, I do a lot of gigs. Um, I've been fortunate to be booked and go to, you know, be booked for people's weddings sometimes and uh, be asked to sing at their um, events. So yeah, I kind of been all over. Okay, that's a great experience, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what's your like, do you have to be in a certain zone or a certain mood to um, when you're perform about to perform? Like, does the, does the crowd get you going or do you just get out there and regardless if the crowd is sitting still or if the crowd is just like off in their own world, do you still just go on with the show and it's like, hey, everybody put your hands together or something like that? Yeah. I mean, I've always felt that it's the artist's job to entertain, excuse mm -hmm. me, to entertain the crowd, not the crowd entertaining the artist. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you do, um, you do have like a sucky audience that doesn't want to, um, because they're, they're unaware of who you are and they're, um, you know, they're a little bit shy about, you know, being into your music. Um, but that's just kind of, 
that's just kind of the way it goes, honestly. Mm-hmm. So um, you just try to fight through it. And, you know, I, I love performing. I love doing music. So I'm going to have fun regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that um, my band that performs with me, dancers that perform me, we have fun regardless. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I saw that you performed at an NBA game. How was that experience? It was awesome. Okay. Was what team fun. was it? It was the Rockets. The Rockets. Rockets versus the Nuggets. Okay. So going out there, like knowing that you're being seen by all these people, like how, what was that feeling that, that was there a rush going through you or you was just like real hype? <laughs> I was, it was a lot of emotions just because at the time, so this was top of, this was top of 2020. Mm-hmm. So this is like way before we knew that everything was going to shut down. And this was like how I was starting my year. So I was like, oh my God, like God, he's doing it. Like mm-hmm. looking out and I haven't been back home in a couple of years. So I just felt like so, so emotional, so grateful of my growth, you know, leaving home, been away for a couple of years and coming back and seeing at an NBA game. And I was just really grateful, um, you know, um, seeing all all my old friends being around my old spots uh, mm-hmm. before going to the game. And yeah, I had never been around uh, professional basketball players before, but they were really tall and they reminded me how small I was. I'm like <laughs> five one. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Well, then I feel tall. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're taller. But like walking across the court and um, seeing mm-hmm. them. I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So what has been your most memorable moment, like, since you started singing and um, performing? Uh, most memorable moment? <clears throat> I have a couple. Okay. So the, the NBA game is definitely one. Um, I had an opportunity to perform at Made in America Festival. That's Jay-Z's festival in Philly. And that was an amazing time. Um, Another one is uh, my first EP release party. I uh, I was new in Atlanta. I never released a project before. This was something that I had worked on for like two years mm-hmm. uh, because I was just, you know, honestly just afraid of how it would come out or how it'd be received. And, um, you know, just the love and all the people that showed up at that release party, it just kind of, it just gave me, you know, that motivation to like, okay, like we can keep going. We can, you know, cause a lot of times I, even me, like, I'm like, damn, like, I don't, what if this isn't for me? Like, what if God doesn't have, you know, have this, what I, what I've always thought would be my life or, mm-hmm. you know, um, what if that's not the case? And he always, I feel like he always like drops like a little opportunity or a little moment. It's just like, no, like keep going. Like you're doing the right thing. Just keep going and those three those three moments among many others that i can't think of right now but those are the main three moments that you know i feel like was my like keep going like you're doing the right thing so so what's life outside of music like what do you do as hobbies interests or anything Mm -hmm. well i actually just got into the tech field and i went to school um the last couple months of 2020 and um I did like this whole boot camp training course where they just just put all this tech jargon down your mm-hmm. down your throat and your head 
and um, taking exams and um, I got my first tech job. And I'm really, really excited about that because um, I didn't really think about how um, the world was excited about Black women in tech when I, when I started, but it's a thing. So when I meet people, they're like, oh my God, you're in tech? Like that's, you know, <laughs> that's not something that I would expect. They always think of like, you know, someone white and, you know, got glasses that do tech. And that's really not the case. A lot of, there are a lot of black people in the tech world. And, um, you know, this is my first, this is my start. And I'm really excited of the plans that, you know, are, you know, slowly moving in the future and, you know, green tech. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> If you had the opportunity to sing with any any performer or any artist, uh, who would it be? Everyone I already mentioned, definitely. Okay. Um, I'm trying like to think of someone. Today, like say that someone called you and said, "We need you today to sing with whoever you choose." Any you ready? I've listed. Oh yeah. <laughs> any of people I've I've already mentioned outside of the people I mentioned. I'm trying to think. Um, Rihanna, I know she, you know, she's doing, or I don't know when her new project's coming, mm -hmm. but um, that'd be awesome. If I got a call from her, like, hey, I heard your music and I want you to write a song for me, I'd be like, okay, I got you. <laughs> for yeah. real. Okay. Uh, so what is your ultimate goal? Um, my goal is, I'm going to turn it back to, you know, what I said previously, I want people specifically women to listen to my music and feel good about themselves. And, and that comes in whatever level that, you know, God puts me in, you know, whether that's, you know, where I'm at now or 10 years from now, whatever level I want people to know that, um, that they should continue to love themselves and that they're worthy of love. They're worthy of great things and positive things. I feel like you know, the world is so filled with hatred and negativity. Mm -hmm. I just want to put positive vibes okay. out, you know. Okay, good vibes. <laughs> um, so what's, so what's the craziest thing that you've experienced being out there performing and um, going to different places, like with the fans and things of, sort, of that sort? Craziest, craziest. Mm. any experiences that you will never forget someone running up to you or just <laughs> um okay I could think of one off top so I was performing and this was um this was outside of Atlanta it's a little bit of the like countryside mm -hmm. um and me and my band were performing and this man who's really really drunk and he got on stage and was like hugging, hugging me and holding on to me. And it was like harmless right there. I was like, okay, that's fine, but I'm gonna keep singing. Mm -hmm. And he like started kissing me on my cheek and uh, <laughs> the trumpet player in the band, he was just like, yo, you need to chill out. Like you are, like we don't need to be, you know. But it was, it was funny. At the time I was just like, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know what any other move. I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, 
I mean, he was having a good time after the show. He was like, he apologized. He was like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable. You were just, you just sounded so beautiful. And I just wanted to have a good time with you. And I've been drinking a lot. I was like, no, it's okay. You yeah. know, <laughs> okay. Have a good time. Good time. Take it away. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I would like to ask you, can you sing a snippet of one of your songs? Snippet? Yes. Okay. 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 I'm trying to think of a song. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I gotta do it all the time. <laughs> right. Um, hmm. Hands on me. Hands on me. Hands on me. Hands on me. I just want your hands all over me. Hands on me. Hands on me. Hands on me. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So um, before we wrap things up, uh, what advice would you give aspiring artists trying to get into the music industry? Mm. There's going to be like a thousand reasons why you shouldn't go with the one reason why you should. Okay. Because there's always going to be people to say no, but mm -hmm. all it takes is one yes over and over and over again like it just you're gonna have like all these no's and then a yes and there's gonna be all these no's and then a yes yeah I was thinking about that today I was like you know as I reach out and try to get interviews and try to reach out to people I'm like out of all the people I emailed somebody's gotta say yes yeah <laughs> and then someone said yes right before I got on line with you I was like oh okay <laughs> that's usually how it works yeah okay so what platforms can we find your music everywhere everywhere okay that's apple music spotify youtube audio mac soundcloud i made it really easy for people everywhere okay everywhere uh so upcoming projects uh working on a new visual okay right now i'm really really excited about um you know, just got the production team all together. And even though we're at the, we're in the very beginning stages, I have a really good feeling about this one. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm known for my visuals now mm -hmm. that I've, you know, put out a couple. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I feel like I'm known for my quality. And I just want to continue to, you know, do that and raise the bar for myself. So I'm definitely, this is, this this specific visual is going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I'm, you know, I'm really excited about it. Also, um, Scenes by Simone, I have a mini docu-series. Part one is out now on YouTube and part two will be out April. So that's going to be just a place where my supporters, um, my fans can see you know, who I am, you know, who this person is behind like the music and the cover videos that you guys see right. on my social media and just see me be a real dork, you know, just, <laughs> just be really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I actually watched it when um, it was sent to me, I was looking through it and everything and I'm like, okay, she's, mm -hmm. she's got a lot of energy and a, a lot of fans and, you know, a lot of support. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, with that being said, what's next for Simone Royale? What's next? What's next? Well, like I said, the visual, new visuals mm -hmm. coming and a new uh, part to the docuseries. Um, 
new music, of course, um, but I don't want to put a date yet. I'm still like, I'm in a good place in my writing um, where I don't have a, like a date okay. or like a, a deadline. Mm-hmm. Right now. And I, I love writing in that space because, you know, I feel like that's really where my best work comes where I'm just like, I, you know, I, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not trying to like meet anybody's deadlines and yeah, I've been creating some really cool stuff and I can't wait when it's ready to be heard by, you know, everyone. So you give all the, the, the dates and the time frames of when the project should be done. You're in control. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that said, we will wrap up this interview and I really appreciate you for tuning in and stopping by Kentucky. Good vibes. Thank you again uh, for having me. I look forward to hearing your new music and uh, checking out documentary two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it's on YouTube. And what what is that? The link? Simone Royale? Just mm-hmm. docu two. It's just, uh, if you go under uh, my YouTube, Simone Royale, it's going to be the first video that pops up on the homepage. But it's uh, Scenes by Simone, mini docu-series, part one. Okay. And how can um, people reach out to you, like book you for performances or um, um, do interviews or whatever? Oh, for sure. So um, you can find me on my social media at Simone Royale. And on all of the platforms, I have an email address. Um, in the description, or not the description, in the bio, or, you know, the form of contact mm-hmm. in the bio. So, yeah. Okay. music at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> you have such a calm voice. <laughs> it's like it goes oh, high and it goes low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird. I like someone told me that my voice sounded like a porn star. And I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't really know how to take that. And I was like, <laughs> Hey, like, what do you say to that? When you said that, when you said that, when I I just pictured Hotel Six, that uh, that movie. (laughs) Yes, but like, what do you what do you say to that? It's just like, thank you. It's just a very calming voice. Like, I don't know. It's something about your voice is just very calming. Like, like I said before, it sounds like you have that voice to where if someone's like in rage, you can talk them out of that rage. Like like a counselor could could do to someone, <laughs> you know, like, okay, tell me how you feel. It's oh very calming. <laughs> wow, that sounds like such a cancer way about me. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, it's a good thing. You have a calm voice. It's not like you have a, a loud voice to where everybody's like, oh my gosh, she's so loud. She get on my nerves. <laughs> so it's just very calm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess that's a wrap with the interview. And uh, like I said, I look forward to following you on your social media and uh, hopefully following up with you later on on new projects and so forth. And um, uh, I will be sure to share it with all of my people on this end and whoever I meet along the way. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And um, that concludes the interview. Thank you. Thank you.